Hi there, and welcome to the May edition of DistilleryTools.Scot podcast, giving you that wee extra insight into Scotland's whisky distilleries. This month, we were delighted to speak to Holly Ainsley, PR and Events Manager at Holyrood Distillery, and Assistant Distillery Manager, Callum Ray. Holly tells us about the history of Holyrood, and why you should go along and experience some of the brilliant experiences that are available. She also tells us about the Mashup Festival, which is usually sold out, and how to get your hands on some of the tickets that are actually left at the moment. Callum tells us about their approach to distilling and some of the experimental work they've been doing, including using different casks and different yeasts. I hope you enjoy it, and if you get a chance, go along to Holyrood Distillery or click on the link on www.distillerytools.scot Holyrood Distillery where you can find out more or book tickets. Angels Share Glassware, proud sponsors of distillerytours.scot podcast series. To see our full range, go to angelsshareglass.com. Hi everybody and welcome to the May podcast on distillerytours.scot. Today I'm delighted to be speaking to the people at Holyrood Distillery in Edinburgh. It's Holly Ainsley, PR and Events Manager. Hiya Holly. Hi David, how are you doing? I'm great, I'm great. And I'm also delighted in fact to be joined by Callum Ray, Assistant Distillery Manager. How are you doing Callum? I'm alright, I'm good thanks David. Absolutely delighted to, to to meet yourselves. Now, Holly, I'm going to come to yourself first. Could you tell us a, just a wee bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. Well, thanks very much for having us on. So, um, I'm the PR and events manager here at Holyrood Distillery. Um, I joined Holyrood four years ago. I had my work anniversary here last week. I started as part of the startup team in 2019. I joined at the end of April, and then we opened the visitor attraction uh, at the end of July. So it was a pretty steep learning curve and uh, you know very hard work, uh, but a lot of fun. Previous to this, you know, I'm I'm a complete novice in the industry. I'd never worked in whiskey or spirits. Uh, you know, I've worked in hospitality, bars and restaurants, but I'd always been involved with attractions. So I came from Edinburgh Zoo before this. So not only did I have to learn about how whiskey was actually made, but I had to get really into, you know, putting together the visitor attraction and recruiting the team. So um, yeah, I've been loving it ever since. No, Boston Brown, and it's a, if, if anybody, any of our listeners has never been to Hollywood, they said, you need to go. It's actually absolutely beautiful part of the world and in fact Edinburgh now is, is kind of you know there's you can throw new, a stone in the air almost new in Edinburgh and actually kind of hit a distillery it's becoming a very very kind of t- uh, must-go tourist area for um, uh, kind of whiskey lovers and uh, Callum if you could do the same and tell us a wee bit about yourself. Uh, yeah so I'm the uh, assistant distillery manager here at Holyrood uh, I've been here myself just over two years uh, my anniversary for two years was in March I got my start in alcohol from pretty humble origin. Started as a temporary packaging assistant at a distillery in Fife, uh, labelling uh, bottles and putting the caps on them. And I've always been really interested in the creative arts. I studied as a sound engineer. Um, how I ended up as a, a whiskey distiller, I don't quite know yet, but it was really the creative aspect of whiskey that excited me. The idea that you can take something that's just complete raw materials and turn it into this great thing that's known throughout the world and is super unifying and loads of people enjoy. So I've gradually made my way from Fife to Edinburgh, working at a few distilleries in between, 
and now I'm lucky enough to find myself in the distiller's mecca that is uh, Holyrood. Um, you know, there's a lot of kind of good whiskey things happening in Edinburgh now, and you know, I'm I'm del- I'm really looking forward. I know that we're not allowed to to put a date in this, but I can't wait. In fact, to actually try your whiskey when it comes out, I've actually been lucky enough to actually try some of your new make, which was uh, absolutely brilliant. Holly, could you tell us a wee bit about the history of Holyrood Distillery? Yeah, so um, the building that we're in is is super old. It was built in the 1830s and it formed the terminus for the Edinburgh Dalkeith Railway, which was called the Innocent Railway because when it was built, apparently nobody died uh, building it, which was obviously really unusual back then. But it used to transport coal from the outskirts of the city into the south side. Um, and then it turned into the first passenger railway that Edinburgh had seen. So it's a, a really old building. It's listed. Um, you know, it comes with its complications when we had to build a distillery in it because it's super long and very, very narrow. We've got all the, you know, obviously all the original stonework and the original pillars from the 1800s. Um, but the area that we're actually situated in was called, is called the Charm Circle because of the abundance of breweries and distilleries that used to be here. So it's, it's a really, for storytelling from an experience and events point of view, there's so much that we can draw from to get inspiration and to kind of build out our programme. So it's a super interesting building and, you know, we're just excited that we get to make it into distillery. No, listen, absolutely. And again, I've I've been lucky enough to actually be there and and, and experience it. And talking about experiences, tell us a wee bit about the tours and the experiences that visitors can expect when they come along to your distillery. So we've got a super varied uh, tours programme. So we run a gin and whiskey tour. So that's an hour long. It goes through both our spirits lab, which is where we've got our pilot still, um, and our whiskey distillery. And you get to try three different um, samples. So you get to try um, our Harvest Vodka, which is called Charm Circle, um, our Height of Arrows Gin, and the new make that we're producing here on site. We've also got our gin tour and tasting, which is where you get to try um, all four of our Height of Arrows expressions and get to make a cocktail at the end. And we do our whiskey tour and tasting as well, which at the moment, obviously we don't have any whiskey, but as I'm sure we'll go into a bit later, you know, we are super experimental in our production methods and we wanted people to be able to try the new make and see what we're doing with it. So so you get to try four different samples from that, but you know, we're, we're constantly changing and adding new experiences to our schedule. So it's really, really fun to be part of the team here. And Callum, this is a, a bit I've been looking forward to as well. Tell us what you've been up to in the, the distillery then. So, um, as you'll have seen when you yourself came here, we're very much up for trying new things and really experimenting with what we can do in the space of whiskey. Now, obviously, whiskey is something that takes time, requires a lot of patience, but what we've been working on is really trying to dig into what whiskey is at its core. So, you know, for a long time, there's been a a slight attitude within whiskey that the wood is the hardest working part of your kind of process. But for us, we've really dug down into the malt that we use and the yeast that we use. So we've experimented with a wide, wide variety of different malts. And a lot of that comes from the fact that Edinburgh isn't that well known for its whiskey, but is very much celebrated for its uh, brewing history. So myself and a couple of the members of the team are former brewers and we've been able to use our kind of experience and our knowledge and really bring that over into the whiskey space. We've been experimenting with things like chocolate malt, 
Crystal Mall, as well as really digging down into uh, heritage varieties of barley as well. So we've been looking back through kind of history books and doing as much research as we can to find uh, varieties of barley that have fallen out of fashion and really digging into sort of the properties of them and how we can bring them into the modern age. And alongside that, as I say, loads of experimental yeasts that we've used, ranging from sherry yeast to different wine yeasts. We've experimented with Japanese sake yeast and basically anything we can get our hands on here, we're happy to kind of give it a go. And for us, it's super exciting. It can be a bad day at the office sometimes when you try a yeast that isn't really going to plan. You know, champagne yeast is one that in particular for us is in our bad book because it's an angry little guy that in fact eats all the other yeast that we have in there. But for us, we're constantly adapting what we do and trying new things and really trying to show that if you make great tasting spirit when it comes off of the still, then it's only going to be better once you start moving it into the maturation phase. No, listen, it sounds incredible to be honest with you. I think you're not alone now. Um, and uh, a, a number of other distilleries that I've spoke to are actually experimenting quite heavily with, with the, the, the type of yeast that they're using and things like that. And I, I think that this is, you know, it, it could be, it'll be great kind of a couple of years down the line to, to start sampling some of this whiskey that's actually been kind of, you know, the, the, the experimental side of it. Something I actually like to ask as well, Callum, is, is uh, what casks have you been using and, 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 and where are you going with that? So much like the uh, kind of raw material side of things, in terms of the wood profiles that we're working with, we're trying to keep it as varied as we can, purely because a lot of the research we're doing just now is quite groundbreaking and there's not a lot of the data there to see how our experiments with different malts and yeasts are going to translate into the finished uh, whiskey that we get at the end process. So for us, it's about kind of covering all bases and making sure that we can start harvesting data. So for us, we've kind of run the gamut. You know, we're doing a lot of stuff in New Oak to kind of see how the spirit is behaving with as little kind of colouring, if you will, as possible in terms of changing it up, but also a lot of classic sherry of both American oak and Spanish. Um, and we're really lucky here at Holyrood as well. We have a brand um, a brand of rum that we call Royal Elizabeth Yard, which is named after the old naval base that our warehouses are based on. And it's allowed us to essentially source rum from different places and then mature that in our warehouses. The idea being that although we don't have whiskey available currently, you can see that we're trying to earn our maturation stripes and see how we can really show people what we can do in terms of maturation. And the great bonus of that is that we have loads of really lovely rum casks that we can then use for whiskey as well. And I'll be honest, I'm a sucker for a you know Caribbean cask, a rum cask finish. So as a distiller, I get awfully excited when we get a nice, uh, nice couple of barrels in to work with on that. But alongside that, things like port casks as well. And like I say, generally anything we can get our hands on, we're experimenting with and happy to try and see see what works and what doesn't no problem any red wine casks yeah absolutely um we've been sourcing some red wine um from all over particularly some from uh, kind of australia as well which has been really nice um but what we're really finding is that some of the spirit that we're making um takes on the properties so quickly that quite a lot of the time we have to get them out of there quite quick and put them into you know quite an old tired cask 
just to help us kind of get to the line. You know, some of the spirit that we're making is becoming so potent with flavour that it's it's super important that we can make sure we're not over-oaking it, you know? No, no, listen, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for a rum finish myself. Balvenie Caribbean cask is, is one of my favourites and, you know, I just, I just love that kind of finish. So, Holly, coming back to yourself, I know there's a festival that you actually do at Holyrood Distillery. Could you tell us a bit more about the mashup? Yeah, of course. So, um, the mashup, this is our second year hosting the festival. So, it's the 2nd to the 4th of June this year. It's a beer and whiskey festival that we invite independent brewers and distillers to come and showcase their spirit and talk a little bit about their story in our distillery. So, it's a festival that's kind of, well, let's say, like, unlike any other. You'll get to walk through our whiskey distillery, our spirits lab, you know, our whole building and uh, meet brewers and distillers and uh, sample what they've got to offer, chat to them. You know, it's, it's very experiential. It's, um, there's not thousands and thousands of people that attend. It's, it's all there so that we can allow people to talk about what they're doing and, and you know, get to meet the brewers and distillers behind the, behind the liquid. So this year we've invited some distilleries from all around the world. So we've got Feddy Ocean coming, uh, we've got High Coast, St Killian, as well as some, you know, Scottish favourites like Annandale, The Borders. We've got brewers from Edinburgh and just the outskirts. So we've got Pilot attending, uh, Barney's Beer, Vault City Brewing, Tempest Brewing Co. And it's set across three days. So there's three different time slots. You can come either at the start of the day, so 12, it lasts two and a half hours or three or 6.30. We've got our courtyard bar open. So you'll be able to sit outside and get some street food from Pizza Geeks, which is a local pizza restaurant. And it's really just an opportunity for like-minded individuals just to get under one roof and, and talk about beer and whiskey and most importantly celebrate you know the famous Scottish half and half which is originally why we started the festival. Last year was our first one and it, and it went brilliantly and the feedback was amazing so this year we, we wanted to replicate that but also change it up a little bit with you know who was exhibiting and we've got master classes going on throughout the day so different tastings with uh, different brewers and um, we're going to be doing a kind of cocktail masterclass with beer and whiskey. There's all sorts of different things going on. The tickets for that are on sale now so they're £45 and it includes two and a half hours walking through our distillery building and getting to meet the breweries and distilleries. No, listen, it sounds absolutely incredible in fact and uh, when I finish this uh, recording this podcast I'll probably actually go online and, and, and book a ticket myself. It sounds brilliant. It's been an absolute delight talking to yourselves and finding out a lot more about Holyrood Distillery. question that everybody that's listening to this podcast will want to know is, is when can we expect your whiskey? So we're currently um, I'm going to be aiming for our release towards the end of the year. I'm afraid we don't have a concrete date on that one yet. A big thing for us is just making sure that it's the perfect whiskey to release. You know, I mean, a lot of distilleries may be impatient, quite eager to rush out the door as soon as they can, but we've actually had some of our stuff um, of age for a little while now. But for us, you know, you only get one first impression. So it's about us releasing the tastiest dram that really gives you an idea of what we're working on here. So look forward to us releasing at the end of the year. I can say of the stuff that we're trying at the moment, super duper exciting. So watch this space. Brilliant. Well, listen, I'm actually quite lucky that I've actually tasted some of your new make spirit. And I can honestly say hand in heart that it's some of the best new make I've, I've ever tasted. 
So at the end of the podcasts, I always ask the people that we're interviewing, um, and I'll come to you first, Holly. So you've had a hard day. You've just finished the mashup, and it's went phenomenally well. Your mm-hmm. feet are like big cartoon characters, uh, uh, five times the size. You get you go home. You take your shoes off. You sit down. What's going to be in your glass? It's a tricky one. I'm quite I'm quite a seasonal drinker. So as we're coming into as we're coming into the spring and the summer, I would say. I'm, I'm really enjoying, we've got a Height of Arrows Heavy, uh, which uses roasted juniper and it's it's super sweet and refreshing. So I would be having a Height of Arrows Heavy with some tonic and a wee slice of orange, I reckon. You'd kind of pour me one of them and all. Now, Callum, I'm going <laughs> to come at yourself, Callum, and ask you exactly the same question. Um, well, controversially, I'm usually a, a, a drama man myself and I finish a hard day, but at the moment, um, I've actually been probably drinking too much of them honest of our um, we've just released our height of arrows funk which was a really fun project for the distillery team here so essentially we've been looking at how we can take whiskey principles and put them into the gin space and this is a gin that has juniper and it's been fermented for around 30 days it starts to get a kind of natural fermentation going we get a little bit of alcohol in there and what you're finding is we have a super citrusy, interesting flavour with some esters that really echo some of the flavours you get from a good rum. So if you're not the biggest gin fan, or you are, either way it works, but also if you're a rum kind of person that's maybe not dipped their toe in the gin water, I would absolutely say give this one a try. I know I've been knocking back quite a few of them in the past few weeks, so come and get it before I drink all. It sounds brilliant. Can I, can I just say thanks very much for both these for being part of distillerytours.scot podcast. For anybody listening, if they want to find out more about the Holyrood Distillery, if you go to www.distillerytours.scot and click on Holyrood Distillery's uh, link, it'll take you to their website. Um, it'll also give you all the information on all their tours and where they are and how to actually go and sample some of this brilliant stuff that, that Holly and Callum have been talking about today. I look forward to welcoming you into the next podcast. So thanks for listening and distillerytours.scot giving you a wee peek behind the curtains of Scotland's whiskey distilleries. Thanks very much. Hi there and thanks very much for listening to this month's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've never visited Holyrood, I strongly suggest you do. I was fortunate enough to go there a couple of years ago, and it's a cracking setting. Um, and while you're in Edinburgh, of course, you've got the Johnny Walker Princess Street, you've got Glenkinchy Distillery, which is quite close as well. And you know, there's you've also got the Scotch Whiskey Experience at the top of the Royal Mile, which is absolutely worth a visit. And you've also got some incredible whiskey shops as well. Um, you've also got as well the Port Leith Distillery which should be opening in a couple of months as well. So kind of keep your, keep your eye open for that. Um, it's actually part of our Edinburgh and the Borders tour. So if you go to www.distillerytours.scot and click on Plan Your Trip Edinburgh and Borders, it kind of gives you an itinerary there where you can actually visit all the distilleries in Edinburgh. And you can also go down and visit Annandale and Borders and um, other distilleries down in that area as well. So thanks very much for listening. Um, if you want to be the first to hear um, the podcasts, sign up for our monthly newsletter, uh, Distillery and Whiskey News. 
Uh, to do that, uh, go to www.distillerytools.scot forward slash sign up. All it takes for me to say is, is listen, thanks very much for listening. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you again next month. Take care. Slange.